What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, Season 4, Episode 2. And it's called Chapter 30, The Uninvited. And don't forget, guys, stay tuned for the ending of the podcast because we are going to go through our MVPs, our LVPs, our best moments. Um, so be sure to stick around for that. And don't forget, always comment underneath yeah. the video or tweet us, Instagram us, your best moments of the episode and what you guys are thinking um, yeah, always. so stick around for that. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Like and be mentioned, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let's get into the episode. Yas. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, second episode. episode. What did you think? I thought it was good. I thought it was a good lead up. The episode ended off with like a really fun cliffhanger, so I'm excited to talk about that with you. Um, but yeah, I, I think that... We're getting what we expected from, I think, the first episode, kind of alluding to the fact that there was eight of these Eldritch ter- Terrors, so each episode is going to probably cover one of them, yeah, and yeah. it's just going to like kind of go through all of them. So, yeah. yeah, what did you think about it? Um, Again, I liked it. Uh, I think you're right. I think each episode is going to cover off each one. Um, yeah. So I'm interested to see what that all means. I'm interested to see... Uh, what Sabrina gets herself into because uh, the episode ended off really, really good. So, yeah. yeah, let's get into this one and talk about it. And So it starts off right off the top with a girl, a little girl and a woman eating dinner. I first thought it was like a flashback of like Zelda with her mom or something for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't. It was just like a regular girl and woman eating dinner. And then they get a knock on the door and then... The girl's like, "Ooh, mommy, it smells like trash in here." <laughs> and the mom's like, mo- "The mom's like, okay, well, I'll figure it out after dinner. Like, just eat your dinner." Um, so she goes to the door, and because there's a knock on the door, she opens it up, and it's like this homeless-looking man with a sign that says, "I need food. I need, you know, like I'm cold. Was I'm there hungry. a sign? I didn't even notice the sign. Yeah, he was like holding a sign that says oh. like I'm cold, I'm hungry, like I need something because he couldn't speak. Yeah. And she's like disgusted. She's like absolutely. She's like, what? I just house. made dinner. Get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> you so smell it? Yeah. Well, you ain't gonna have it. Like she was yeah. so mean about it. <laughs> she's like, I have a child. Please get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So she doesn't invite him in. She's like, sorry. She turns him away. And as soon as she's about to walk back to the kitchen, she gets stopped in the hallway and he rips her heart out. And she's like, no. And then she dies. Like and then, dead. Like D-A-D. He eats her heart. He starts like chewing on her heart. And then the girl, you can hear the girl being like, what did you do to my mommy? And then he starts to walk toward the girl, assuming that this girl is going to also get murdered by this fucking guy. Yeah. Because it just cuts at that point. And I'm just like, so Holy dark. Shit. Like, geez. So dark. What a way to start an episode. I was like, I never like when kids are involved in murders. Like, it really disturbs me. It was just me, a very so. disturbing introduction to this episode. Yes. That, like, I don't think yeah. we've ever experienced that kind of level of darkness and like level of darkness yeah, yeah. like it was like crazy i was like th- thought that was a little bit much yeah but anyway then it cuts to <laughs> yeah. like guys we're just this- episode two right now like he's listening <laughs> yeah. to this shit like why are you fucking murdering children in the yeah. second episode um so then it cuts to the cafe and sabrina and uh she's on her date with carl um from high school from baxter high and 
she's talking about the movie and she's talking about how much she loved the alien marathon that she talked about last episode. And she was like, yeah, it was so good. What did you think? And he was like, actually, I thought it was kind of boring. Do you, are you going to eat your pickle? So clearly he's a dud. (laughs) Yeah. So there's that. And she's like over it, but he does this thing that I, I'm not going to lie. He's kind of cute. I was like, all right, but I kind of already knew that that was going to go anywhere. He didn't yeah. even fucking ask this girl out on a date in the yeah, first place. So he didn't even like, go up to her. So anyway, he walks her home, all the way home, and right before he goes in for the kiss, she like turns her face, which is like such like, an awkward no. moment. And he like makes out with her cheek. Like he doesn't even just like take, even the, take the yeah. hand. Yeah. He's not like, oh, she doesn't want to kiss me. He's like, mm, He's like, like mm, all over cheek. her face. Foundation, <laughs> yeah. yummy. <laughs> I love it. It's so delicious. I'll see you at school tomorrow. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so weird. And then um, Salem's waiting for her at the door. She opens up the door and he's like, meow, which means, girl, you better get ready. Your second date's coming right now. Yeah, like <laughs> so, right now? Like the same night? <laughs> yeah, like right one after the other. So she's like, oh, shit, true. So she gets ready and Melvin picks her up and he takes her to Dorian's, which I thought was way better. I'm like, that would have been a way better setting because there's alcohol involved, <laughs> likely. Um, and they're just like talking, but she's also bored with Melvin. She's just like not into it. Um, she's obviously like not feeling him or whatever. And he says like, do you have a date for your aunt's wedding? Um, I'd love to take you on this like if you would like to come with me to your aunt's wedding, <laughs> I would like to yeah. take you, please. And she kind of skirts the answer. And then she's like, yeah, 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 cool. Uh, I'll talk to you later. Bye. So she, again, walk is walked home. And uh, he tries to kiss her as well. I think he does kiss her on the cheek. And then he's like, that was really fun. I had a really good time. She's like, yeah, 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 bye. <laughs> she like just disappears. So obviously dating is not coming to her very easily. She's not feeling these boys that keep coming through. So he asked if he if she wants to be his date for her wedding. And um, she's like, eh, we'll see. I don't know. Maybe moving on. So she kind of just like skirts the idea. He walks her home. He tries to give her a kiss too. And she like pushes her face over and she's like, not no. happening. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it looks like dating for her is just like not the ticket right now. Like she's just with those getting two guys loosies. at least. Yeah. At least these two people. Um, speaking of dating and hot and heaviness cut to Roz and Harvey macking out in the garage. Um, they're like literally getting hot and heavy. They're, Their they're chemistry a couple is like in real life, fire. right? You know what? I thought they were. I think they were a real life couple. I don't know if their status is still like ongoing. Like they but still are. Yeah. But I think they were. I mean, because they have really it looks good chemistry. Like it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they're like making out super sexy scene. And then they get the knock on the door from the same guy um, that visited the woman. And same sign. And raw. Uh, sorry, not Roz. Harvey opens up the door. And he's about to turn him away. And then right at that moment, Roz is like, the cunning. She's like, I just cummed everywhere and I know the answer now. (laughs) I know the answer. So she invites him in at the very last minute before, like Harvey says no. And he comes in and then she feeds him. And they're like, whatever, they give him soup and they're sitting on the couch. And then she tries to figure out what's going on by touching him. So she touches him and she gets like these flashes Mm -hmm. of like... 
you know, like stock footage, like some of the stuff <laughs> that they were using. I was like, this looks like so like low quality considering that you guys are a big budget show. Yeah. But anyway, so she gets these visions and then right at that moment, he kind of is like, okay, I'm going to go now. Bye. He doesn't say anything, but yeah. he just leaves. Um, and then there's a weird cut and it just like cuts to them in bed naked. <laughs> like, <laughs> like she's under the covers and he's like talking to her and he's shirtless and they're just talking. So like this huge gap of time happens like <laughs> in between them going from the garage to the bedroom. Yeah. And they never even discuss the fact that like this fucking shit Guy. just happened yeah. to them. And uh, she's sitting in bed and she's like, I just had all these weird visions when I touched him and I'm not sure what's going on. But like, I just want to forget about it. Like, I just don't want to think about it right now. Just like, let me. And then he's like, okay, let me just like, we'll have sex. (laughs) So then they have sex. So all of this to me was kind of weird because I'm just like, I get it. They want to change the pacing of the show. But I'm like, there's no way that this shit would have happened. And they would have been, wouldn't have been like, Sabrina, hey, some shit's going down. Like right away. Yeah. You'd think that something as terrifying as a person approaching your house going and sitting down quietly and leaving and, and then touching like, them and they seem like yeah and then you don't say anything until the next yeah, morning very anyway. weird and yeah but sometimes they got love cut, just, on the brain they got love on that brain they don't want to do that shit <laughs> so um then it cuts to the sabrina's talking in the yellow room which is in that little house of theirs like the little doll house and they're catching up and you know, regular Sabrina's talking about her shitty dates. And then hell Sabrina's like, yeah, like me and Caliban are like getting it going. AKA we're going to get married tomorrow. Like she's I like, was like, what? <laughs> we are just as confused as regular Sabrina. Yeah. Cause she like pops this thing right in front of her faces and is like, I'm getting married like this week sometime soon. And, uh, so regular Sabrina is just like totally gagged and shocked by this. Are we supportive of this as viewers? I mean, I'm all what did for you it. Like, go ahead, get married before COVID hits because we know what's going to happen once COVID <laughs> hits. You're not going to have a full oh, ass wedding, don't as you know. know. <laughs> yeah, uh, don't, you know, uh, don't we know. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm all supportive for that. I just don't get like why they're getting married. Like, why? Like, weren't they just like hating each other like last season? So like, yeah. why are they getting married? Yeah. Like, is she pregnant? What's going on? You know what I wish they kind of did, which was make hell like accelerated in time. Do you know what I mean? That would be cool. Like it felt like she was like, you know, she's like, we've been together for seven years. Like you don't understand. Did she say that or or is that what you're you're wishing? No, she's just like, we've been spending more time with each other because we see each other like every single fucking waking moment. But yeah, I feel like you guys have these literal two different realms. Like you could have made hell not exactly... Like in the same time and space. But anyway, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I still think it's kind of fast. I agree, but whatever. Get your get your best life. Um, and while this is happening, Lucifer, we have a moment with Lucifer and Madam Satan. So this is the first time we see Lucifer, because we didn't see him last episode. Right. But he comes through in this episode and he's talking to Madam Satan, and Madam Satan's like, Are you good with this relationship? Like, that's your only daughter. Like, yeah. What are you good with this guy? And he's like, He's nothing. Like, he's basically made of clay. He's, like, literally made of clay. He has no family, so no one's going to take over my throne. And whatever. It's fine. And Madam Satan's like, but, like, what about our baby? And I forgot that they were, like, are they pregnant? Like, is she pregnant and it's just taking, like, a million years to have this baby? Yeah. I feel like she got pregnant last episode. Yeah, yeah, she's pregnant. So I'm just like, okay, anyway, fine. She's pregnant. 
Um, and she's like, well, what about our baby? And he's like, oh, it'll be like really fun competition if like she has a baby too. So anyway, whatever. Um, I was kind of concerned that like Madam Satan was going to go back into that whole I hate Sabrina moment. Yeah. But we'll see. I was okay with it because it kind of resolved itself by the end of the episode. But anyway, then it cuts to the other real Wardwell and Blackwood. And they're like putting pamphlets down in the church. And Wardwell's like, oh, yeah, by the way, like my neighbors are getting married. Like the guy, the bookkeeper. And she's he's getting married to this Spellman girl. And then his ears perk up and Blackwood's like, oh, who's getting married? Where is it happening? So as that's happening, the uninvited guy comes to their door and knocks on it. And right away, Blackwood is like, I know who that is. He's the uninvited. We need to bring him in or else he's going to kill us. And I want to talk about talk to him because like he's cool. Yeah. So he invites him in, even though Agatha was about to be like, ew, you stinky. Get out of here. Um. Which I was like, that's the thing. Like, I'm kind of bummed about Agatha's character being this just like, she's just a blind follower, but now she's not as badass because she's not like one of the sisters anymore. Yeah. So it's kind of a shame that like they've made her character a little bit flat now. But unless at the end she like turns up, which could probably happen, but we'll see. Yeah, I can see that. But but that's the thing. Knowing that it's the final season, it's just sad to me that it's like, it's going to like all these arcs are going to happen and then the show's going to be done. So it's like yeah. not going to go anywhere after that. Anyways, so then it cuts to Roz and she wakes up and Harvey, she's Harvey's not beside her in bed, but he's like sitting on his like drawing table and he's he's fallen asleep. So she wakes him up and then she sees all these drawings and then she's like, oh, my God, these are the drawings that are in my were in my visions. And he's like, I don't even know how I did it because I was sleeping while I was doing it. I don't even remember. But he's like, maybe when I was fucking you. <laughs> it, went it went inside, inside. of me <laughs> it went inside my brain and now i can draw the future of your visions <laughs> so i was like okay cool <laughs> sure. <I'll buy> that. <laughs> let's let's go with that um so yeah so then he's like i don't know <laughs> i i just read my own note i was like he's like maybe you fucked them into me <laughs> question mark <laughs> she's like okay uh anyway so then it cuts to the spellman household and hilda's just annoyed because zelda wants to do this like public wedding and hilda's like i don't want this i just want to be in our house with just a few friends wearing silly costumes like why can't we do something cute like that and zelda's like i'm literally like the leader of this church and everybody who gets married has to do it in this specific ceremony so you can't not do it you're yeah. my sister yeah um, but she says, but by the way, before we have your wedding, you need to get your husband needs to get or your fiance I should say needs to get that sex demon pulled out of him because he's literally going to tear up your vagina. Wait, like I didn't know he had a sex out. demon inside of him. Yeah. So the entire time that's how they met because he had that like the I eyeballs. I thought it was like a like, were- werewolf. No, it's like an actual, it's called like an incubus or something. Like he, oh. he always had a possessed, but he was trying to control himself. Oh. And I don't think they ever had sex because of the fact that he was going to like tear her up. Yeah, so. I'm going to tear her up. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to beat that. I'm just kidding. Um, so, <laughs> so they're like, okay, we need to like pull it out of him now. Um, and then they get a knock on the door. Like, no, wait, I might want to try that. <laughs> She's like, actually, just keep it in there for the first night, night. and then you can exercise it out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who knows what it's going to do for me? Um, 
So while that's all that conversation is happening, um, there's a knock on the door. Sabrina answers it, and it is Lilith standing there. And um, Sabrina's like, hey, girl, how you be doing up in this gig? (laughs) And Lilith is like, well, I was going to come to your parent, like to your aunts to talk about this crazy ass wedding that you're having. But since I just saw you down in hell tasting wedding cakes, like you're obviously up to some shit. So we got to talk. She books her as she usually does. (laughs) As she does, which I kind of like. That's the thing. I kind of loved seeing them back together because. Even though there's two Sabrinas, we know that this is, like, the one that Wardwell, like, really understands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it was cute to see them back in, like, the mortal world. And she's like, oh, Sabrina, you know, that bitch. So um, anyway, so she talks to her. And obviously Sabrina, who's not supportive of this wedding, and Lilith, who's also not supportive of this wedding, they're like, okay, well, how do we break them up? Lilith is like, we can kill them. And she's like, don't go that far. Let's try to break them up first. So she comes up with this plan. So she invites Caliban to the dark school and she's like, so this is like our new, you know, goddess. It's <laughs> I just Hecate. Read your next note. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like talking, she's talking to him. And then um, she's talking about like converting to this new order of Hecate and like what it entails. And Caliban's like, okay, I'll, I'll go along with it. But then Sabrina's like, there's something that like the men have to do that's like very important. Mm -hmm. So Prudence is sitting there and she's talking to him, like educating him on Hecate. And she's basically like, well, if you want to be a part of this new religion as a man, you basically just got to go cut all your balls off (laughs) and then you're good to go. And I was like, wait, hold on. What did they say? I I missed this part in the episode. Clearly, She She called it something specific. It was like. I don't know, like a whatever the surgery is, I guess, to cut your balls okay, off. Okay. She called it that. Oh, okay. And she pulls out a knife. <gasps> First, I thought it was just like he, she needs to like, uh, like circumcise him. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, that's it's like, it, like right? a normal religion. <laughs> it's like literally chop your balls off in order to be a part of this yeah. religion. I was like, that's a little bit much. And I don't know if it's real because my question was, does that mean that all of the boy, the guys in the coven don't have balls? <laughs> like, yeah, what is this? So unsullied? Like, what's happening? So I was kind of confused as to what, what happened. You're like, there. what's happening here? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone like, answer well, my question? Penises? <laughs> Are the penises cut off or not? Are the penises <laughs> cut off or not? <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so I was like, Sabrina's going so far to break them up. Like, she's literally telling this guy to chop his yeah, balls off. Far. Um, and (laughs) Caliban's like, I'm not down for this. I'm like, but she's so, she's so extreme on this like thing. Does she not think that hell Sabrina is going to find out about this? Like, was she like, this is a problem for tomorrow. Like, I don't care. He's definitely not going (laughs) to tell his fiance that I asked him to cut his balls off. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I was like, uh, that's a bit of a plot hole. Okay. Um, so then it cuts to Zelda who asked Melvin and Nick to extract this demon. So they tie him down in the bookshop and they're like ready to go. And um, right before they're about to extract him, the demon decides to jump out of his body on his own accord. And Theo, who's reading books at the front of the store, gets injected oh by my this God. new incubus. So now Theo is up in this gig and he's feeling himself. He's like, work, work, work. Now I'm feeling sexy. Now I'm horny. Now I want to fuck my man. So, can I just make a quick comment? 
like and i don't want to be offensive or anything seriously but like sometimes i forget that theo became a guy because yeah i feel like the character became more feminine and not just because she's like with a guy um or he's with a guy i just feel like the actress that plays theo like like she's acting all like girly and like she like bats her eyelashes sometimes and like flicks her head and like you know like she acts more girly than she did like in the first two seasons so i literally forget that like theo is supposed to be a guy now yeah i never noticed that i I feel like like her he's yeah i feel like they're more um androgynous like they're they're kind of playing with that whole idea of gender which i think is kind of cool so you're not really supposed to i did wonder because they put so much focus on this sex demon um controlling men and jumping into men's bodies yeah i really thought it was interesting that they jumped into theo's body because i was like that's like a statement that's like yeah this is this is the character and it is, but they identify as male and this is this he's he's a horny guy now, you know? Right. Which I thought was kind of cool because you would never expect that to happen to a trans character ever. Like they never get those storylines like that they become like this masculine butchy I'm going to go around fucking people. Right. So I thought that that was a cool way to introduce it and not forget about the fact that Theo's a guy now, you know what I mean? Like it was like a almost like an underscore of this is what's happening right. with this character. So Yeah, I get that. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, moving on to um Roz and Harvey, and they're sitting uh on this like secret, obviously, about this thing because they didn't even talk to Sabrina about it. Sabrina's like, hey guys, how's it going? And they're like, Oh yeah, by the way, this homeless guy came over to our house yesterday and uh I got this bad feeling. I touched him and I got these visions like they go and do this like word vomit on her like in the middle of the day when really they should have probably talked to her like from time. Um, so anyway, she's like, okay, I don't know what to do, but um, maybe I can talk to Ambrose and see what he, he knows about it. So while that's happening, Ambrose is now in the basement looking at new bodies and he finds out these three bodies have something in common. All three of their hearts were ripped out of their chest while they were still alive so he's like, I wonder what the situation is. Let me take their eyeballs and literally like develop their eyeballs as like photos mm-hmm. and see who's the last person that they saw. Right. So he develops all of them and it's the same guy all three times. Yeah. So they were all murdered by the same person and he's still trying to figure it out. But while um, he's trying to figure it out, Sabrina, Roz, and Harvey go downstairs, and then Roz sees the pictures, and she's like, that's the guy that came to the house, and he didn't kill us, so, like, what happened? So she cuns into the dead body, (laughs) and she's like, why did did this girl woman die? It shows the woman from the very beginning of the episode denying him, and that's how he got, she, she dies, and she's like, oh, it's because, you know, like, we did, we invited him in, and that was okay. I'm like, I... And here's here, I, just a really quick note. I do love the fact that like they finally got there, but like the audience got there like, like from 25 time. minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of annoying that it takes them this long to be like, oh, and this connection and this connection and this connection and this. Like we don't need Especially to hear it. Especially because you guys they have the tools to like get there. They have yeah. the resources to get there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, or we just don't need to see it on screen. You yeah. guys figured it out. We already figured it out. We're good to go. So while this is all happening... Um, again, just like I said last episode, Ambrose is like, uh, what's, what is this one? I don't know. Is it the un, 
is it the dirty one? Is it the evil one? I'm like, you know that there's eight of them. Yeah, like, like, like <laughs> I don't understand your lack of knowledge on this shit. Because he knows <laughs> it's another Eldritch ter- Terror, but he doesn't know like which one it is. And I'm just like, okay. He looks at the drawings that Harvey has and he's like, oh, you drew eight? That's exactly the amount of people that we're going to be waiting for. We'll look at your drawings for the next time somebody comes through. <laughs> so I was like, okay, cool. They have like fucking cue cards yeah. to know like what's going to happen next. Um, So then Ambrose goes to school and tells Zelda like, yo, there's this crazy shit about to happen. The uninvited is like running amok in Greendale. We need to cancel the wedding. And um, she also just found out that the uh, incubus is running rampant around Greendale as well. So she's like highly stressed. And she's like, you know what? I'm still going to have this wedding. I don't care what you say about the world ending. This wedding is way more important. (laughs) I was like, this is also a storyline that has to do with COVID. Yeah, it's literally every wedding that was supposed to take place in 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Legit. They're like... I'm doing this anyway. I don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> she moves ahead with the wedding. And then it cuts to Theo practicing with Robin. And uh, he's like playing the drums and whatever. But then he like quickly gets horned up and then like jumps over to Robin and starts to like get all sexy with him. So I was like, okay, they're just, I guess he's like really horny now. Um, and then it cuts to Blackwood and he's trying to talk to the uninvited because he's now still in the church, but he's not speaking. Um, and then Wardwell's like, let me try. I'll try because I'm a teacher. So she tries it out and, um, she realizes by like opening up his mouth that he doesn't have a tongue. Mm -hmm. So that's why he can't talk. So Blackwood's like, oh, that's easy. I'll get a tongue from this person. So Agatha goes and grabs tongue and Wardwell's like freaking the fuck out. So yeah, like I don't get it. Like Wardwell at this point is like, just blindly following him like because she thinks he's See, like born yes. again christian or like does she know that he's like the church of like the dead people i mean that's the thing like he's starting to get into like the dark magic shit yeah. like he knows about this guy and like the end of the world and like the fact that blackwood is all about it so i'm kind of confused as to why she's so allied toward him outside of the fact that you know like basically his advice to her was the reason why they like why she was saved last episode you know what i mean like it's such a random allegiance yeah. to have yeah for sure so i wish of, they got so into I'm, that more earlier just to be like yeah. why is she so loyal to him like at this point right um because i didn't i was like i thought but she I missed literally something. went from like yeah she like literally went from a devout catholic yeah to she's like, like when is bible I, study and now she's like oh let's cut someone's tongue out and like here's more tongue. <laughs> and i was like wait and what? she's like good with it yeah i mean she was shocked but at the same time she like didn't run yeah, out didn't the door run. like scared <laughs> yeah and at the same time i'm like you hate sabrina for like do like being a witch but like this guy's literally like ripping people's tongues out yeah. and like stitching them to demons so like i don't know what's going on with it with you right now um, so anyway, it cuts back to Caliban and it's a really fun, quick scene, but, um, he's like, Hey girl, I thought about what you told me earlier. And Sabrina, how Sabrina is very confused. And she's like, what do you mean? And Caliban's like, I did it. I did it for you. And he like hands her a box mm. and it's like two like clay oh balls. God, it's, like a stick in a box. it's like balls in a box. <laughs> It's balls in a box, but they're like huge. Like I they missed were this the whole scene. Balls I did not. I don't remember I've even seeing this. Seen. 
I clearly was on my, my phone life. during this moment. <laughs> or or you like fully just like blacked no, out of this moment. No, I don't moment. remember Because I was like, these balls are huge. <laughs> like, I was like, how do you forget those? <laughs> Literally look like fucking tennis balls. Anyway, oh God, so he cuts back, off his balls. <laughs> Sabrina's like very confused as to what's happening. And so she goes to visit regular Sabrina. She's like, hey, girl, I know what you done did. You tried to, like, split up me and my fiance, but it's okay because you be lonely. And here's an invite to my wedding. So she's just <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just like, it's fine. I know you're lonely, but we're still getting married. Yeah. And here's a wedding invite. Um, And then uh, she gives her the house that they hang out in. And she's like, here's something bored for your day. And that's kind of it. She she basically says, like, you'll be okay. Like you'll yeah. you'll find your happiness eventually. Um once and he then put his balls back again, together, you'll find your happiness. <laughs> yeah, one, once he does that, you'll be good. So then Blackwood is still trying to talk to the inv- uninvited, like Prudence and Wardwell are gone. Not Prudence, Agatha. Um, and he's trying to talk to him. And he's still not getting anything out of him until he says something like, you need an audience. You need someone to somewhere to be. So I know where to send you. And the guy's like, what's in it for you? And um, basically Ward uh, Blackwood is like, I just want the world to end just like you do. So I can help you with that if you just want to like anoint me. So he like pulls some like fucking thing out of his like chest, like a piece of flesh. Mm-hmm. And... Blackwood eats it, and I guess he that means that he's like now a part of that crew. Yeah. Like he's helping them. It was kind of gross though. Um then it cuts to Sabrina. It's like the day of the wedding, and Sabrina is talking to Hilda because Hilda's like legit about to get married. She has like her dress on and everything. And Sabrina's like, I'm so happy for you. Then she just starts fucking crying in front mm-hmm. of her. And I was just like, girl, get yourself together. It's your aunt's wedding. Like it's not your day. Like she, this, she, it's not it's your, your day. Show, she's literally but it's been not waiting. Your day. <laughs> like she's fucking been waiting two hundred fucking years for this Seriously. moment. And she like, like almost Hilda's became like, a spider <laughs> last year. Like fucking let the woman have her day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and it was funny because she even says it's. I love that they did this because you know when you see someone like having a meltdown at the beginning of the day, and then always in stories they're like, okay, it's totally fine. Like they try to ignore yeah. it, and but I like, love that okay. Hilda was like. Yeah, Hilda was like, no, 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 we're going to talk about it right now. Yeah, like, get it out. I don't need you to fucking, like, deal with my shit later on. But she still has to, which was so annoying. But anyway, so she's talking to her, and she's trying to be like, listen, I had to wait basically 200 years to find this guy. But, like, when you find that right person, like, it's totally worth it. Just remember that, like, it's not going to be forever, and you'll find that person eventually. Yeah. And Sabrina's Plus, like, like, yeah, I guess, 16, but I'm still so, going like, to calm the fuck day. down. Yeah, she's you, she's like you literally have like a million years to go, so chill. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so then it cuts to Blackwood, and he's now like cleaning the uninvited. Like he cut his hair, he put him in a bath. He's he looks all like like normal now. And then they have a suit for him. And what they're planning to do is go to this wedding. And then when he gets rejected, he can go and like kill run everyone. amok and kill everybody yeah. in the, at the wedding. So whatever, they're setting that shit up. And then while this is happening, it cuts to Ambrose telling everybody, including Dorian and like everyone who's going to be manning a door. Like if you see this person from this picture that I took from somebody's eyeball, 
then you need to let him like in. let them in because if you don't, then he'll kill everybody. But then at the same time, did Nick not Zelda's get the memo? Like, I don't get it. No, every so this is what and and they they're really smart about it because I was trying to figure out why they couldn't just be like yeah yeah everybody's allowed to come in but because the incubus this demon incubus is running amok as well they don't want this like sex demon to come in and ruin the wedding either right. so Zelda goes and says you can only let this guy in, but if you see anybody else, it could be the sex demon. So make sure they don't come in because right. they're going to try to run around and fuck everybody. So, like, <laughs> basically, that's what happens. So Nick and Sabrina, they're on door duty and they're like, you know, taking the invites, giving out the pamphlets, whatever. And they have like this very awkward conversation moment, which I was, I don't know how I felt about this. Do you remember this moment yeah. where they're talking to each other? What did I you think about like this fact? I felt like it was very awkward. And I do yeah. feel like Nick still likes her. Like, definitely, like, he's still in love with her. It's just, like, whatever. He's obviously just, like, doing it with prudence right now. But this is the thing. I felt like he was really treating her not so nice. He was kind of, like, being like, yeah, you're the, you only well, like those, like, angry damaged kids and like you blah 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 like he kind of like went in on her for no reason i think everything is just so amplified now like they just want you to like feel her feels um because then cut to she gets shit (laughs) face so like yeah like everything is like they're trying to make you feel like you would get shit face too (laughs) yeah fair enough so anyway so right in that moment um the uninvited guy comes with his haircut and whatever and they don't recognize him um so they reject him because he's not answering any of their questions. He doesn't have an invite. So they're assuming that maybe it's a sex demon. The thing that kind of like annoys me now that I'm even talking it out with you is if he wasn't the sex de- or like if it wasn't the uninvited, then it was clearly the sex demon, yeah. which Nick had to exercise anyway. So why couldn't Nick just exercise him at that point in time? Right. Like, like now get you out know of that who body. it is. So pull yeah. him aside and then do that. Exactly. Instead, he's like, no, 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 you're not allowed to come in because you're not either of them, those things. And then he just dips. So obviously we're like, okay, some shit's about to go down. So um, then it cuts right to the reception. And I was kind of shocked when I first watched it because I was like, did they just fast forward through Hilda's fucking wedding? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, like she doesn't even (laughs) like. like... She doesn't get a moment. But then we realize why because it happens at the very end of the episode. But. Anyway, so it cuts to the reception, and Sabrina's sitting at the table with, like, all those witches, like, Griselda or whatever that witch was named from last season. And she's like, yo, I got gin up in this gig. Like, you want to get lit with me? And it's kind of funny because this actor kind of reminds me of, like, Kate McKinnon. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm out here watching it looking like it's Kate McKinnon, like, being like, hey, you want to drink, Sabrina? Yeah. So she's legit, like, feeding her this flask of endless gin and she has like 75 shots of this gin so clearly she gets like super super drunk before she has to do this toast yeah so sabrina has like one of the most embarrassing moments of the entire episode she goes and does this toast but she's pretty drunk but i'm gonna put a little pin on that and say that like i said kieran shipka you be cool whatever but like you cannot play a fake drunk person yeah for if it like saved your life like was not buying it for five it, seconds. It just looked like, like Kieran and playing a drunk person playing Serena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I just was kind of unimpressed, not going to lie. Like, 
I know how to play. I'm not even an, a professional actor, and I think I can pull off being a drunk person way better than she yeah. could. I was just like, she was like so eloquent, but then also like everybody's supposed to assume like she's drunk. So I was like, you're not doing it right. It was just, anyway. I think it's just one of those moments where like, and we've talked about this too. Sometimes the show like bites off too much and like there's too much yeah. happening. And I did feel like they could have just focused on the wedding for like a second. But there's this, yeah. uh, there's this whole thing happening where you're just waiting for the, for that thing to happen. It's and true. Like, I know you're not really mean. enjoying any of it. You're kind of just like, hey, when is shit going to hit the fan? Like, let's just get to that point. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So basically she starts doing the speech and she talks about love. She doesn't say anything terribly embarrassing. I thought she was going to say something really yeah, bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. It, was, it could have been it wasn't much terrible. worse. But that's what I mean. I feel like if you were drunk, you would like literally go off. Like, you know what it reminded me of? Anybody who's seen the show, um, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, when she gets drunk in the very first episode and she's just like going off and doing her whole comedy spit. Yeah. I was like, this is what it is. But like, obviously, Marvelous Miss Maisel did it way Mm -hmm. better. Not going to lie. So anyway, she's going off. She's talking about it. And then she gets to Nick and Prudence while they're talking and she's just like going off on Nick and being like, he's my ex and he sucks and I hate him. And I'm not sure if he's in love with Prudence or he just wants to fuck her. I don't even know. (laughs) So anyway, it gets a little out of hand. Finally, she gets pulled off the stage and the fright club does their little gig. They do their little song. They sing a little, um, what's his name? Radio Gaga. They do a little bit of Freddie Mercury and um, then halfway through the song, Theo's just like, I don't know. Like it's the beating of the drum or something. But yeah. like so <laughs> hornified. He like stops the drums, stands up, and is about to like literally pounce on Robin. And then Nick stops it because he's like, oh my God, it's the sex demon. So wait, so they didn't know he... that it went into Theo that night? No. They they, oh. they think it they have no idea where it is. Like that's why they let everybody in. They didn't know who it was. Right. So he stops him and like pulls him out of the body, but then the sex demon keeps like jumping to other people. And this part I was kind of annoyed by because I was like, they did it like four times. Like first it goes into like Harvey, then it goes into this person, yeah. then it goes into this person, and then it finally ends it's up like in the uninvited. He like yeah, but like they don't sit with it long enough for it to be like funny or scary. So I'm just like, you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. Like, why yeah. did he have to say the spell seven times in yeah. a row just for it to jump around the room and then finally end up in the uninvited? I guess that was supposed to be the gag moment that like it kept getting sucked into people. And then when it gets to the uninvited, he like absorbs it because he's so strong. Mm-hmm. So he absorbs it. And I guess the sex demon is now like gone yeah. because. So there goes that storyline. Ate it. Like, that's what I mean. Like, they spent so much time talking about Dr. Servers having the sex demon. Like, Theo has, like, five seconds with it. And then next thing you know, like, it's literally gone. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, And uh, this is when Dorian steps in. And he's like, yo, this is my place. You stinky. And you don't look good. So, like, get out of here. And right in that moment he pulls out his heart and starts eating it. The uninvited guy like takes him and kills him, which I was like, Dorian is out here. He already knows what he's not supposed to do. Like he was there with, at the meeting and suddenly he's like, get out of my way. Yeah. Anyway. So he dies, which I was kind of shocked by. I guess he's dead. Dead. Cause like, 
I guess he's off the show dead, wow. which was kind of, that's what I mean. It was so unfortunate that he died that way because I was like, what a stupid well, way to go. I think someone questions that. They're like, oh, like, but can he come back through like, so, and then they're like, no, like, he's like, literally right. like, he's gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, okay. He's immortal, but he's not like impenetrable. It's like the way he died. Like it's like, it, it, it killed him basically. Yeah. Like his heart is bleeding in the picture. Like it's that bad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, painting. <clears throat> yeah. So he's like legit dead. Um, so anyway, the uninvited is like, let's have a toast. And he's like, I'm going to tell you the story about why I like hate my life. And I was like, <laughs> who had the worst speech? Really? Was it the Seriously? uninvited or was it Sabrina? Yeah. Like that was <laughs> the competition. It was like, I feel like Sabrina still won that yeah. one. But <laughs> anyway, yeah, the uninvited basically says that like when the world was created, he was shunned by like everybody and he felt lonely all his life. So now he like seeks vengeance on people who don't invite him to parties, basically. Yeah, so he <laughs> like, has like severe FOMO and that's what makes him kill everyone, basically. It's like yeah, FOMO gone basically. wrong. <laughs> yeah. So next time you have someone who really wants to go to a you party, just them. let him come. Yeah, because yeah, they'll eat your heart. Um, and then Nick obviously has his like hero moment. He like rips his shirt off. He's like, uh, my He's shirt like, is me off. You with need my to shirt kill me. off. Why? He can, yeah, he, he can do it with like, your shirt on. Don't worry. But I wanted him to take his shirt off, so it worked out. <laughs> he's for me. so he's <laughs> such an eye roll character, though, for me right now. Like he's just he's like, such an eye roll character, you know. But at the same time, he's eye candy. Oh, for sure. For too, so I'm into it. Yeah. So anyway, he and it's funny that you say that he was such an eye roll character because literally Sabrina's like, get the fuck out yeah, of yeah, like she's like not right now, like don't volunteer as tribute like, right now, like go away. Yeah, we don't need you right now. So she she kind of steps in and she's like, hey. I know that you'd be sad. You already killed one person. Why don't you come to this party that's happening in hell? They'll they'll like allow you to come because you'll be my guest. I'm allowed to bring a guest. And then he she takes him down. And then right when he takes uh she takes him down, uh Lilith sees her with him and she's like, Ooh, hi. Is this your <laughs> she's new boyfriend? Like, questionable girls. plus one, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know. She's like, I know how Sabrina has Caliban, but like, really, girl, you have to bring this bitch to this wedding. So she, um, she's like, okay, you wait here. I'll be right back. She goes and talks to Hell Sabrina. Hell Sabrina's like, why the fuck did you bring a monster to my fucking wedding? (laughs) So she's pissed off about it. But then she's like, okay, we got to figure this out. What are we gonna do? And then while they're trying to figure everything out, um, Lucifer comes in. And he's like, yo, I knew something was up. What the hell did you do now? And they have to explain that they split into two, blah, 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 blah. And so he's like pissed off. I thought it was kind of cute because it's like the first time that you see like a dad and daughter moment. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Which was adorable. And like like Lucifer is now like not as threatening as he used to be. So I'm just like, okay, We need more of that for sure. Yeah. Um, and they're like, okay, well, why don't we figure out a way to trap him? So they come up with this idea because they're both the same person, whatever. Um, so during the wedding, um, Sabrina goes up to the top, like hell, Sabrina goes up to the top. She's about to marry Caliban. She's about to like kiss him. And while that's happening, regular Sabrina is talking to the uninvited guy and she's like, you know what? I want to get married too. Let's get married. You want to get married to me? He's like, what? He's like, like, that's not where my character was going with this episode. (laughs) He's like, but I'm so lonely. I'll say yes now. So he says yes. And then she stops the wedding. So then they can both get married at the same time, which was very awkward. Very awkward. I feel like someone just like started writing this episode. And then they were like, guys, how do we end this? Like, what do we do? Like, 
Yeah, they're like, let's get crazy. And then they let's went to a everything. wedding in real life, and they were like, hey, this is how it's going to go down. Okay, got it. We're going to do a double wedding. Yeah. Exactly. So they do this double wedding, and the entire time, so even when he, she was like, like in the crowd, I was like, is no one going to question the fact that there's two Sabrinas? Like, she, yeah. now she's just like out here, like showing her whole self. Exposed, yeah. But anyway, she's fully exposed. So she, <laughs> uh, so Caliban and Hell Sabrina, they kiss and they like tie the knot. And then she has to kiss like the dirty uninvited guy. Anyway, they kiss and he's so happy. He's like actually the <laughs> happiest person. And I kind of feel bad for him because like she fully tricks him yeah. at the very end of it all. So everybody leaves. They all go to the reception and she gets him to hang back. And she's like, you know what? Let's just get to our honeymoon. So oh, he's like geez. so excited. <laughs> oh he's God. like living for this moment. She's like, let's go home. So they like walk through this door. He gets into this place. And obviously it's like that, like the house. Yeah. It's like the home. And um, she locks him in there. And like I said, I just felt bad for this guy because he like just was just wanted a friend. Like this guy, yeah. poor he guy, really just wanted, wanted a, a wife, friend. Clearly, yeah, he wanted a wife. He wanted someone to hang out with. And instead, he f- she fully betrays him, and she doesn't even apologize. And then she just like, but like, him in why did house. she have to go to the wedding to like bat like to like get him? Like, couldn't I she- guess she had to like play play into the whole like lie like could she not just trap him him, like after like hilda's wedding but i guess she had to like lure him into the house and then like use their binding powers because once she leaves the once she leaves the dollhouse it shows like lucifer and everybody like circling around like using their powers to to keep keep him him in in there so got it i guess they put some sort of spell on it so he's there um, and then the final thing that happens in hell is Lucifer is like, okay, well, now that that's over, you can never come back to hell. Yeah. So say goodbye to your twin sister. Um, you are never allowed here again. If you do come back, then I will kill you. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how that part ends. Do you think this is the last time we're no, going to see not. them together? No, definitely not. Okay. So this is just like a moment that they get to have. They get to have their final hug. Yeah. And it was a little emotional. She's like, find your happiness, which I really loved. And, you know, she was like hoping for the best for both of them. So that moment happens. And then Hilda and everybody else from the wedding come back right on time. And they see Sabrina like, oh, my God, thank God you're not dead. And they're like, okay, well, now that everybody's here and our wedding was a shit show. Like now I really want to do (laughs) now we can like do what I've wanted to do this entire day. And they do their vows together at home so in the living room, just like Hilda wanted with her costumes on and everything. Yeah. It was really cute. Like even Mambo Marie was wearing like those Mexican like skeleton people yeah. faces. It was super so cute. cute. And they do their vows. They exchange the vows. And um, like even Zelda was like really cute. She was like, just kiss each other. You're making me cry. Um, but anyway, so that's that's that moment. And then... It ends off with a scene with Blackwood basically saying that he can now see the future. You can see the next person coming. And it's some tentacle bitch that's going to come through called The Weird. So, I like, it's setting us up for the next episode. Yeah. And the final scene, which is a pretty big scene, mm-hmm. it shows Sabrina in her room. And she's, like, depressed about everything. And she's like, well, I guess I'm alone still. But... Hell, Sabrina told me to find my happiness. So yeah. I thought she was gonna make something else. If you know what I mean. 
she was gonna like you know she's gonna find she's gonna turn that candle into something yeah, else that she know, can do yeah and then she like <laughs> actually like went ahead and did something Le- else i was like okay yeah <laughs> so it has like this candle has <laughs> harvey and nick's name on it so obviously she's like i don't know maybe she's gonna like make a version yeah. with this candle i don't know so clearly she's gonna like try to find a way to bring the best of both worlds into one person, one person so yeah. we shall see how that turns yeah. out very excited about next episode yeah. so that's the way that it ends um good episode it's obviously leading to something bigger it's got the adventure the fun the story it, it's a good, it was What'd a good episode think? my question like is also like is blackwood recognizing that so far like he's owen too like does he get that because like uh, yeah i mean i guess he's <laughs> like, like okay he's like, oh shit you, yeah he's got two but he's like the tentacle porn is going to be the thing that kills okay everybody. got it so All he's, right. he's like excited <laughs> right. <about it>. yeah <laughs> he's lit so I have a few questions though for you. Yeah. First question is, why do you like? I think we talked about it earlier too, but why do you think Ward? Like, what is Wardwell's point? Yeah, I have no like, idea. What, That's a good like, question. Like, I was asking that the whole time this episode, especially because she's so in it, and I'm just like, why yeah. is she still here though? Like, is she yeah. in love with him? Maybe like she's infatuated with him and kind of like how cult leaders like are you know like, like pull people pull in people and shit. In. maybe yeah. it's something like that we just haven't seen a scene where she explains that to anyone so um yeah you're like yeah I, I'm, I agree with you i think they just need to kind of like explain that a little bit more yeah and my second question is and i'd love for anybody to give me some knowledge on this if you guys are listening to this and know the answer but i was way too lazy to like check back and figure out if this was just a plot hole or if we're actually right but were the kids of Blackwell not living in that house that she ends up putting the demon into? Yeah, because they were locked up in there, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought that, 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 that was too. the last time we see them. That, yeah. like, Ambrose and Prudence put them in the house because, like, they're basically damaged kids and, like, they've had, like, such a shitty life. And, like, they're, they were never going to grow or something like that. Or, like, they're going to grow, yeah. but, like, separately from everyone else. Yeah, that's what I thought happened to them. So. So I'm like, where are they? Are they in the house? Are they not in the house? Are they in another room of the house that he can't get into? Because I'm like, that's so mean. Did he take his kids back? Like, did he find them? Or did he? Yeah. Or did he steal them back at the end of last episode? But even that is like begs a question. Like, why aren't they like out and about with Agatha? Yeah. Yeah, Like, Agatha's out here being like, I'm your daughter. But then like, where are the other two kids then? I I agree. I don't understand. That's the thing. Like, seasons one through three you lead up to this whole idea that there's like twins and a baby and like remember what happened in season one someone was like <laughs> like all of these things happened with these kids surrounding it and now these kids are like literally gone yeah. like they're not I, even yeah. a part of the story I at all what happened there which i always feel is a danger when it comes to introducing characters like mm-hmm. that it's like there it's it's literally two human beings and you just like let them like disappear so i wasn't cool with that but let us know if we missed something. Maybe they like died or something. I don't know. Um, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment. I think it's gonna go to Sabrini deciding to make her dream guy out of a red candle because it was so like, Ooh. it was so like, duh, you're a witch. You're like yeah. horny and like you're lonely, <laughs> and just make your dream guy. Like why not? Like it's so like, easy. I'm gonna make the best dildo out of this red <laughs> like, candle yeah like she's gonna make a human being like so uh into it uh, uh, yeah very excited for that um uh, yeah 
You're like, basically my best moment of this episode is the last <laughs> The last frame <laughs> of the episode. <laughs> uh, my best moment is going to go to Hilda and Cerberus getting yeah. married. Like the, the the ceremony that we got to see at the very yes. end. I thought yeah. was very I, so, I didn't want to choose yours, but it was very cute. And I'm so happy for Hilda. And I'm so happy yeah. that she gets this storyline. And that they've actually Same. like followed through with it. Like she's she's gonna she got married. I know, so. right? You're always like waiting for like the other shoe to drop, but like at least yeah. they gave her a happy ending. So I'm okay. Yeah. With it. WTF, WTF moment. moment. WTF moment, I think it's gonna go to Sabrina, like hell Sabrina, and the fact that she was getting married. Cause I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, why are like, you guys are you guys only doing this to have like two weddings in one episode? Like I didn't understand like yeah. it's a two for one deal. Like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, yeah. like it was, it was random. So random. Yeah. It's too, it was so rushed. Like everything yeah. felt very Or rushed. like you were like, saying, like you made a good point how you were like, I wish they just had said like everything's accelerated in hell. So like yes. she could have just said, oh, we've been together for like eight years. Like we're good now. We want to get married. Yeah. That would have made so much more sense. And you'd think that like this is the main character of your entire show. Like the lead up towards something of this big of a moment yeah. is it felt no- like nothing. Like it w- yeah, it didn't feel like, why did I care about her getting yeah. married? Like, I barely cared. So, like, now I'm trying to mentally detach myself being like, the real Sabrina would never do that yeah. for real. So, like, this is not a real storyline that I care about. So, I don't know. I wasn't sure how I was supposed to feel about the hell wedding at all. Um, but anyway, I guess she's married to a mud man now with no balls. Um <laughs> Um, my WTF moment <laughs> is the mom and <laughs> the mom and the kid getting murdered yeah. at the very top of the episode. Yeah, I thought that was like a very shocking way to start the episode. Yeah. I was like, "Yo, what am I watching?" Very, very like traumatic, very disturbing. Uh, like I didn't understand it because we're always used to seeing like the townspeople, but this was just like a random yeah. mom and a kid. So it was like, "What?" Like, oh, like okay, <laughs> and they get fully yeah. murdered. So okay, MVP. Who's your MVP? Um, MVP, I'm going to give it to Hilda uh, because I yes. feel like, especially since watching the first two episodes now, she has been such a like strong like presence and someone who like gives such great advice from her heart. Yeah. She like loves so hard. She's giving Sabrina advice. She's giving her sister advice. Like in all aspects, yeah. she's able to like help and be supportive and the fact that she gets like this amazing love story ending with her man like it was just so cute and i'm so happy for her and yeah she's she's definitely the mvp she's one of the characters that definitely like get get a good storyline and i'm happy for that for sure um my mvp is gonna go to wardwell and even though she didn't have like a big part in it um i think i was just happy to see her back on the stage you know starting her own like you know uh, scheming with Sabrina and trying to like I love them as a duo so much like between her and Sabrina like them kind of like coming up with their own ideas and doing stuff I just was excited to see her back yeah. on back in the game yeah. so I know she's kind of like not a character that did very much this episode but I just like her yeah. I love I love Michelle Gomez as you like, do Lilith. Yeah. she's so good yeah. <laughs> you do you do <laughs> you really do like her I love her <laughs> LVP. LVP. I'm gonna say Prince Caliban, and then my note is like, mm. like, what does Prince Caliban even do here? Like, I don't even know why he's in the show yeah. at this point. Like, he's just so <laughs> yeah. random, and like, like he doesn't even talk. Like, when he talks, like it doesn't even he has make no, like, sense. Thoughts. Like, yeah. like <laughs> crack a joke. Like, be witty. Like, be funny. Like, he's be not. Fun. He's nothing. Yeah. So it's like, I don't get why you're here. Like, that's the thing. 
like taken Sabrina, who was the same person as Hell Sabrina. She was so indecisive between like fucking Harvey and uh, Nick this whole time. She decides on this guy that literally brings nothing to the table. Like, yeah. he, like think, he literally brings I just thought negative to the table. Do you think real Sabrina is going to go after um, Caliban? Like, do you think they're going to fall in mm. love? And then she's going to have to fight herself for love? <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna like kick her own ass yeah. to get with the man of yeah. her dreams. I don't know, man. I like like I think to your point, they really don't bring much to exactly. his character this yeah. season so far. I feel like it's too so, late. Like, like I, the ship has sailed on yeah, Calvin's character. Yeah, he was kind of cool, kind of interesting last season. He was a trickster, he was kind of like fun, but like he's got this like machismo, yeah. like I am a man yeah. vibe. Really. And like even Nick isn't like that. And yes. I'm just like yeah. The, the we need to kill the patriarchy and like he doesn't start with him yeah. so like I don't know I don't know if I'm down for that at this point I want her to get with Prudence like just <laughs> fucking les out and like get together with Prudence um, my LVP is going to go to Nick our other boy for not doing anything right and being mean to Sabrina <laughs> I thought he was being yeah. mean to her this episode yeah. I thought that he like couldn't even get the fucking uh, sex demon into one body into a box like he couldn't do anything right this episode he denied the fucking uninvited like he did nothing right this episode so I was like fucking Nick just take your shirt off and shut your mouth (laughs) the The best best line Uh, my best line is gonna go to are you gonna eat your pickle because and I'll explain why it's because if I'm ever out and someone has a pickle and they haven't eaten it yet you damn well know I'm gonna ask that question because I freaking love me a pickle pickle. and I will eat your pickle (laughs) off your plate (laughs) so that's my best line that's actually facts like (laughs) every single time every single time me and NB go for lunch there's a pickle on the table it it? it goes straight down you need your pickle yeah (laughs) (laughs) it works out perfectly um my best line is going to go to Sabrina talking to Sabrina once again. And she says, Sabrina, are you happy? And the hell Sabrina says, I am. I make my own happiness and I hope you can too. Ooh. And once again, I feel like it's definitely that vibe of, you know, enjoy your life, be happy, find your happiness. It's like that encouraging voice that sometimes people need to hear when they're down in the dumps on their own. And I really love, uh, despite how confusing this like two person storyline has become, like the two Sabrina storyline has become, I really do love the fact that they've brought this element mm-hmm. to it because it makes me feel like they're doing something a little personal for the audience. Yeah. And that is the episode, That's y'all. Weird. Whoa. So join us for the next one. I'm super excited for it. We're going to do this final season. We're doing the final season, Real guys. Good. And like, yeah, stay tuned to our YouTube channel, our Spotify, our iTunes, our Twitter, our Instagram. We're everywhere, basically. So tune in and follow us so that you know when we're dropping the next uh, Sabrina podcast. Uh, yeah. But we're probably going to be getting it out, hopefully, all before the new season of Riverdale starts so that you guys can get that in and then we can switch over to Riverdale where hopefully you'll be joining work us it, as well. Work it, work so. it, work it. Um, before we finish everything off, I would t- like to take this time to thank our patrons of the episode. We have our Rewinder squad. We have White and Nicole. Our Lit Rewinders, Tina Ann, Soleil, Kate, and our Mommy Rewinders, Becca, Sarah, Tamala, and Grace. 
And if you would like to join our Patreon family, check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join, you get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contests, content, and updates. And make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook. You can also find us on our Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.